Hello everyone, welcome to the Potty Mouth Garden Club. Yes, Stephen has just sat in that seat there now, messing around with his backdrop there. Stephen, can I just bring you in? Oh, you see? Hello, mate. <laughs> I've been here for ages, I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> the heart in my uh, mouth there. We've got, we've had a few little technical issues today, so we'll not be able to do the all together. This one, for some reason, JB's coming up. Then I don't know. <laughs> it's just getting this like I kind of work it out. So we're not doing the all thing, but we have everyone here. We've got JB, we've got Audrey, and we've got Stephen. A few little things in the Discord tonight. After this show, there's links all around. We have a late, late potty mouth chat. So if you want to pop over there, it's more, it's like a, if you haven't got your question asked or anything like that, just pop over to the Discord links there, and then we're going to host a little live, live. It's only voice, but you can put your hand up and you can, you can chat. And we'll have Eli from Eli and Kate's Kitchen Garden in there as well. So that is fantastic. We might not all come in because it's a you know we're, we're chatting on here and it's a long time to keep to keep everyone here for, for free. <laughs> so let us run. Free? Who said free? Oh, that's uh, yeah, free. I don't, <laughs> are you still waiting for your peer packets? There's I'm one. Sorry, I am, yeah. One other thing. I know, I'm... There's one other thing. Questions <laughs> now. I've got a good idea. I found out. I might be able to kind of get them a bit quicker. If you just put the, a capital Q before your questions, well, just a capital Q, then I can search for capital Q on my search of the questions, and all your questions will pop up. Or if not, failing that, like I say, join the Discord, and we're having a little kind of a late, late, late potty mouth garden club there. I think that is it. Let me run the intro. <laughs> There you go, yes. So, like I said, we haven't got the all in, but I'll just like to bring in Audrey, just to make sure Audrey is there as well. The muse, my muse of gardener, look at Audrey. Because Audrey got gardens in Disney World. Everything's bright, everything grows, no diseases, nothing. Audrey, you look fantastic. <laughs> Are you good? Are you well? I'm great. Now, if you look yeah. in the if you look in your little top left hand corner, I've done that for all of it as well. We can see what your weather's like, and at the moment it is twenty five degrees C. Yes, proper oh, temperature. God. So we can see what your your temperature is there, Audrey, and it's been. I even, I, I was even looking through the night because I was night shift. You see, so I was even looking through the night to see what temperature. We, it's up. It's. It's all over the place. You know what I mean? It, it's a brutal Disneyland you're, you're working in it conditions. Is. And tomorrow, tomorrow we're going to be at 37 <gasps> centigrade. Man. Yep. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Yep. get the watering yep. cans out. My garden is bolting. It's all bolting. <laughs> oh, no. It's just yeah. a horrible thing. That all my, all my, what you call it, all my coriander. Oh. Cilantro, I think, for use. Over yes. there, as is, is every, every single plant has gone and boiled, and as you can but see, you know, it always does. But I know. Tony, if you let it go to seed, 
you get coriander seeds. Yes, well, um, yeah. th that's and yeah. you can use that as a spice. Mm -hmm. There so, you go. There, there you go. Yeah. There you go. I'm That's gonna... my tip for the day. Is that it all? Yes. Don't forget, <laughs> everyone. Yes, we have the tip for the day coming at the end of the show. So, GB, 19 right. degrees C in Gosport there, eh? Bit chilly yeah, for you, because nice. I'm 21 <laughs> there. But I did notice you were, this. you must have had a lovely day today because it was 22 degrees, yeah, like, say, this day. afternoon, so... Yeah, that... it's one of those where um, it's quite cool because there's a nice breeze. But when you're just, if you're sat or you're working in the heat of the sun, it's a lot, lot warmer than that. Um, but yeah, really nice. It's, and... it's, it's generally a bit milder on the coast this time of year. And just, ask, I just want to, you know, check, uh, dot the dot the I's and cross the T's. Your, your greenhouse windows are open today. You've got some ventilation. <laughs> yeah, 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 good. That's all yeah, right. I, I, did have, I did have a moment earlier where I was like, did I? Did I leave them? Did I oh, leave I've been there. I've done that and been there, been there, done that as well. Stephen, is I forgot yeah. to kind of mention this. Is your is your little gadgets working on your your Ron Heath oh, methods? Other? Yes. yes. I watched your video. I watched your video, but I was thinking that's a a biggish kind of polytunnel for like a little window. Is it making a difference? The kind of both ends huge subject? difference. Oh, Huge right. difference. I mean, last year I was measuring temperatures in there sometimes, and this was silly temps at 55, 58 last year on some days. Right. Um, and some days it was just too hot to check. It's one of them days when you open the door and the heat just belts out and slaps you in the face, you know. But I'm not getting that anymore. In the mornings when I go down, the windows are already sort of two or three inches open by the time I get there. Even this morning at half past six, they were open at that time, um, two or three inches, and then sort of by 11 o'clock, they're open a foot and a half. Uh, and that's even with the doors open because the wax cylinders get warm, you know, so, and that just opens them up. They're that, absolutely brilliant. Because well, it's, I, I recommend everyone to go and see that video because it was, it was like, what I loved as well, Steve, I, when I first seen this like thing, I was thinking, how is that going to work? You know what I mean? But the video yeah. just took it like step by step. And even I got it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was thinking, wow. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's on top form, isn't he? Uh, the old boy's Always. on top form. <laughs> he got to be when you're around. <laughs> But no, you've I love always, it. You've always got that picture of the straw hat, so there you go. You've yes, got yes, that. I think I've got actually uh, somewhere. There you go. Hey, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so it actually, they actually make a difference, but you're still. Because you went, you went, because our little kind of um, WhatsApp group, you said you were going down the about half six this morning, I think it was. I think it was yes. on WhatsApp. You know what I mean? Just to. Do you open your doors, even though you've got these? Would you make a like a concerted effort to go and open them doors, even though you've got your, or is it give me a bit more wiggle room? Not anymore. Not anymore. What I used to do is I used to leave the doors open all day, but I had mesh over. It's just scaffolding mesh hanging over just to stop the birds flying in. Um, but no, I haven't been bothered to go and open and shut doors. The windows do it all for me now. Right. While, wow. I'm there, while I'm there, of course, the doors are open both ends because it's smack bang in the middle of me plot, that large polytunnel. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And um, am I right in thinking it's, you've just got them on that one at the moment? 
at the moment, yeah. Right. On the on the tunnel at the back, which has got all the tomatoes, peppers, and aubergines in, I've got a wind up window screen to go in there. So uh, I don't know if you saw Simplify Garden. Tony O'Neill had um, he put up a polytunnel last year, and he's got a wind up window in it. It's like a crank driven thing. So. You, and it's a big metal pole, the full length of the tunnel, and you just have plastic on it, and you wind it down to close it, and then wind it up to open it up for ventilation. Brilliant idea. So well, I've got that to fit yet. Yeah, no, there. Well, get a video so I can watch how to do it. You know what I mean? That's the kind of thing. <laughs> hey, questions. And simplify it. The questions <laughs> is working. I've got my questions. They're all in one little. So that's fantastic. If you want a question and ask. Put just a capital Q and then your question and then it will go. So we'll kick off with a question. Uh, yeah, from me there, I asked one. About your peer packet, that's coming. Yes. That's coming, that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to get the unions to sort this out. And get the, the stars. Look, look, look at this, look. look. <laughs> it doesn't say potty mouth on that. Oh, I know it. Oh, look, you see this. Well, there's a hierarchy, you know what I mean? I've got like the the young, the young kind of, you know, the good look at that. Full of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed how he's drink, how Jimmy's drinking it? He's, he's drinking it so he can look at himself on one side. <laughs> yes. uh, how beautiful am I? <laughs> oh, Audrey, what, Audrey, what you've been up to this year? Today, I think well, you were having a little drink of vodka there as well. I just caught you. No, I'm, it's two o'clock here in the afternoon. <laughs> and that's okay. laced. That's laced that cup with vodka. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and it'd be it'd be bourbon anyway. It wouldn't be vodka. But uh, uh, today, uh, actually, I was planning out some videos. So. All right. Not not really being very productive in my work life. Today. No no gardening or anything like that. Oh no, it was raining um, horribly here today. <laughs> it kind of win you. Your your weather's just like. I think it's because I'm hanging out with all you English dudes now. Because <laughs> we don't you don't get rain like that here. But today it was torrential, and tomorrow's ninety eight. I'm not going out in ninety eight degree heat. So I will melt. You're, I will literally melt out there. You still need all them that kind of water, the kind of water the garden. So it's still a bit of a godsend in that respect. Oh, it is. It is. But um, you know, it's not real productive when you're trying to get some tape, you know, taping done. I know. So, exactly. Yeah. Well, GB, then are you been doing anything? Are you just grafting for the, you know, working for the man and not no time for the, the polytunnel or? <laughs> No, I haven't. I haven't actually been down the clock today. I'm going to go after the stream. Um, I really love going down in the evening. It is a nice, when it's still yeah, light. yeah. It's cooled down. It's a really good time to water as well because you know it doesn't instantly evaporate. I um, can't remember. Yeah, yeah I've not actually been down. I've been saying, I can't remember. I've asked you, GB. Are you horse pipes on there? Are you collection? Yes. We are horse pipes. Yeah, but we we're also on clay. So I don't tend to water very often unless it's been quite a prolonged dry spell. I did do the potatoes. So if you go so. down though, late on, it's normally a, like your hose pipe, not many people. Because what I find on mine yeah. is just, you know, people are using it and then you come to turn yours on and the pressure is just like, it's going to just take me ages to water the tomatoes. I just give up and come back a bit later. Is that the same case yeah, with yeah, you? Yeah. Uh, I, 
Yeah, it's, it's a water company's money. I've got to be honest, our allotments never get that busy, generally. Um, so it's never an issue that I've had. Um, but as I say, I don't really water too often either. So, um, you know. Is everything, just, any, just any disasters or is everything going all right? Do you no, agree? it's all kind of ticking over okay. Um, it's just, I'm a little bit worried about the brassicas. That's the main job that I've done recently. Got all my brassicas out, sorted out my brassica bed, which was really neglected and overgrown. And it's really late to be putting them out. And pretty much as soon as I put them out, it's been like really warm and really mm-hmm. sunny. So I'm a bit worried that they're going to be all bolting. But well, they were okay when I saw them yesterday. That's what, like, so. you know, Steve mentions, you know, like a week to, is it a week to wilt, Steve? In a, what, what's your little saying? A week to sulk and then weeks to bulk. Uh-huh. So there the first go. first week, until they get the roots in the soil, they're all, they're always sulking, and I water really heavily for a week, and then just ease off after that. But surely, Steve, you wouldn't put brassicas out now in the middle of kind of red hot. Uh... Oh yeah, I would. like this. Uh, like this guy oh, does. I would. <laughs> yeah, I'll be doing it. Um, not tomorrow, but the day after. I've got a load of winter brassicas going in, so all my savoy cabbages and kales, and that's all going in the day after tomorrow. Mm. Right, right, nice. And so yeah, I would. It, JB is right. And you'd put them in. You'd put them. You'd, <laughs> you wouldn't do them. Because you like an early morning guy, you'd put them in the morning. Just for, if I'm thinking, if people are kind of wondered when's the best time to plant your things, or just any time, long as they get a good water. Any time, really. I mean, if if you can leave them, you know, if you can do them like JB does at night, that's better. At the end of the day, so out of direct sunshine straight away, if you can. But um, I wouldn't. Um, it wouldn't stop me planting in midday, to be honest. I'd get them in, water them, and I always have spurs. I expect to lose one or two, and I'll, I'll replace them as and when. Just the way I've always done it. See, we've got I'm, rules. I'm very rough with my plants. Well, we're saying, Steve, we've yeah. got rules, but it's known when to break them. And that's the kind of, that's this this old fella here knows when to break the rules there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll break them to suit me. <laughs> Audrey, what about you? I Would you dare, because it's something I would like, kind of, I'd make sure I was in the morning planting or I'd make sure I was in the night. Are you one of them that doesn't really bother, just get it in? Uh, let's put it this way. We're going to have really high temps the next three days. I am very reticent to plant out in that kind of heat. Mm-hmm. So I will mm-hmm. probably wait until Thursday before I put anything new in. It's these young, bloody, and wild gardeners, man. They just think they can just control nature, man. Do you know what I mean? Well, I just know, I just know how hot and how hot it's still going to be at night. I think we're we're not going down even into the sixties at night. We're going to be like high seventies at night. I'm not going to do that to them. So yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah, real it's sense. Yeah, it's just so hot. It's just so hot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I agree. If it's a normal kind of temp, I wouldn't mind putting them in when i have time to do it yeah well yeah. we'll ask a question then kate i'm not sure how to pronounce your surname kate what can i have you noticed i've changed it to black as well what can can you best grow after garlic in a container S- same soil with extra new compost Stephen, have you got because i've just funny enough i've just done it for me and I've put because mine was not a container, mine was like a, a raised bed. But I just a little bit of com- compost there and put carrots in. Sweet corn. Oh, 
You oh, no, yeah. I, I put the um, no, I put the 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 seed. You know the tape seed of carrots. Oh, that's right. It's the yeah. cheat stuff, yeah. The cheat yeah. stuff. Well, if it yeah. works, hey, if that works, that's. that's <laughs> I'm just going to buy. That's it for me from now on. I ain't doing any of this. Have you seen the old fella when he does? And I've looked, Steve. I've watched your videos, and it's just like, can it? And I've tried it. You know what I mean? I'm kind of trying to fan them seeds out, and they're just like. Uh, you know what I mean? Maybe I ought to do a better video on how to do that, and that, that will help. It's, because it's just sort of trapping in between the fold of your skin, where your skin folds here. That's the dam, and it holds the seeds back until you... Oh, where's the camera gone? Bugger it. But when, when, you, when, you, when you flick your fingers out, you open the dam and the seeds fall out, and you just move your hand at the same time. But I'll do, a, I'll do it better on the next video that you I would... do with seeds. It looked like you were tickling cows. What is there? Is that something you do in the I league am. district? That's not the league, so. Yes. Well said, special. If you want to hear more, it's so steep. Tickles his sheep. <laughs> right, uh, let's just. So, Steve, I'll have to put it back on. Kate, is it Dykes? Is asking. Is there anything you would do, Steve, like after garlic in a container with a little bit of extra compost, anything you can recommend to Kate? Well, yeah, something like kale would be good because it's a good long-season crop and they've got plenty of time to grow um, f for the winter. Or the other thing, if you've got some ready, is get some herbs in there, something like a parsley. Again, that will go long-term into into uh, the winter. And Or you could do lettuce, Radish, spring onions, even beetroot, a few carrots, mm -hmm. any of them, any of them. Because my garlic this year, when my garlic gets lifted, brassicas will be going in there. So that's when my normal garlic and my elephant garlic, that whole bed will be brassicas this year. Also, when is that getting lifted then? That garlic must be pretty close to that. It's not too far away. There's still quite a bit of green in it. I want it to yellow up a bit more. Yeah, right. before I lift that. Um, but I tell you what, I'll just um, I'll play it now. I was just talking to. Uh, I'm going to share my screen. One moment. Because just Charlie Dowden's had a bit of rust. It's also a one minute video in the soil. You can see right, that. and it smells really mushroom and garlic. <laughs> really good combination, and these. You can see that the amount of rust, there's hardly any green rust. If this has happened to any of you, I'd recommend you pull them because all that's going to happen going forwards is this, this won't grow much more, if any. And slowly this outer skin starts to decay, like you can see there a bit, and rot. And then before you know it, you're left with a bulb that the cloves are all breaking out and it won't store very well. So if you've got soft neck, this much <laughs> damage, it's worth pulling. But if you've got hard neck, these happen to be some hard neck here. Look how small these are. These went in at the same time. And because hard neck matures later, so it's just in the calendar sense, it's not working for hard neck when you get a lot of rust because the rust comes earlier and stops the hard neck doing its final growing. So we're gonna have some quite small hard neck this year, but the soft neck, they're okay, they're medium. They would have been quite a bit bigger. That's quite interesting nice. that because I'm, Oh, I've got it's playing on mine again there. One second. I've, mine was hard neck, and my bulbs did mature 
I'd like this a little bit bigger than Charlie's. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> definitely not. You know, like I thought it was good there. I didn't know that. Like it's it's halting almost. The the you know the bulb size growing because the hard necks take a little bit longer to mature. Is that something you knew about, JB? Absolutely not. No, I mean, um, I garlic is one of those things that I would really, really love to grow. And as you know, <laughs> fellow onion white rot sufferer, um, it just means that I've never really... Most of the stuff that I learn in the garden is by doing. So <laughs> because I've never experienced the same failure that Charles Dowding is showing there. It's just not something I'm familiar with either. Um, I didn't even really know that hardneck needs a, a longer time to mature in the soil. But it does make sense if rust is completely annihilated the leaves it's gonna just stop everything from doing what it wants to do you know well i must admit my my hard necks look exactly like that do you know what i mean they were kind of rusted to hell and back but it's still like wow. you see a decent bulb and i'm drying them out and i actually didn't do that much garlic so maybe it last us do you know what i mean but mm. um we'll see audrey what what's I can't remember. I don't think you would in Disney World get. Look at that. She knows what I'm going to say. You, you don't get rust. So I have never experienced rust here with my garlic. So, so oh. are, are you doing hard necks and soft necks this year? I only do hard necks. Uh, Why? Soft neck like it uh, a little warmer, I think. That's I exactly. Do. Yes, they do like a little colder. Yeah. But I would have thought your Detroit in summer is warm. You know, I've just, we have we, called long days, short days. Like when we grow onions, we have to pick a certain kind of onion that will work with our, uh, I think that's longitude. Yeah. So uh, I think uh, soft neck garlics do better in the south for us. More tropical. Right, right. And yeah. I, is your garlic still in at the moment, is it? Oh yeah, I've got a good another month before I can pull it. We just started getting scapes um, this week. Nice. Right. Yep. Uh, well, it's already it's the first time because I've known this for a few years. Actually, folks have been mentioned on my channel. Try them. You know what I mean? Just chop them off. A little oh. bit of butter in the. And I did it this this year is the first time I did it, and oh my god, it's just oh, like I honestly <laughs> just pulling them. Pulling them oh. for twenty years and putting them on the compost bin. Oh, this is the no. oh, oh, wow. oh, 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 it sounds like it. Oh, it sounds like I was swearing at your granny there. Oh, know, Tony, no, no. no. Like, we give them to our neighbors and they they act like wow, we just got gold from you guys. Thank you. Uh huh. Hey. Oh, they're the best. It, it it's not like I'm trying to like the best way to describe. It's not like a harsh. It's like a mild garlic, but it's just the way I did it. All I don't know if there's a kind of a it's secret like a way. Gentle, like a gentle garlic. Yes, they're delicious. And I just Anywhere. fried yeah. fried them in butter with a little bit of black pepper because I'm trying to cut down on my salt. And hey, as a little side vegetable, you know, like to go with me kind of broccoli and stuff like that. Absolutely lovely. Do you know what I mean? Or was, if you're an egg, if you like eggs in the morning, it's delicious in with eggs. The you only know, the only yeah, thing is though that like you see you only get one per plant and if you've only grown fifty bits of garlic you know it's I'm growing six hundred plus heads of garlic <laughs> so oh my. we have we have lots of scapes 
Audrey? <laughs> yeah. How can it? <laughs> no, I, I really, I'm almost embarrassed. I so over ordered my uh, seed garlic and it just kept coming and kept coming. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, so I won't be buying seed garlic next year. I think I'll have plenty. <laughs> so, <laughs> taking aside like the the wrong order, would you? Are you quite keen on planting closest together? Because this year I planted mine probably closer than what I would normally in this bed, and well, nothing nothing I, was I, wrong. I was quite pleased with my crop. Yeah, I I. Uh... I give them a little, this year I wanted to get a really big crop, not just in numbers, but I wanted to make sure I got some beautiful heads so this mistake does not happen again, so that I can just keep my garlic and put it in myself. Mm -hmm. uh, but the scapes to me are like the bonus crop of growing hardneck garlic. Yeah. Absolutely lovely. Well, Steve, being a chef as well, was, would that be something you'd actually... In your olden days, you know, like, I know it's hard to remember going back that long, you know what I mean, when you were yeah. a chef, you know what I mean, I don't know, okay. Would, is that something you kind of serve up, or is it just like a, a like a veg grower, allotment grower's little treat, like a hidden treat? It were, it, all those kinds of things would be served up. We, we had like a, it was almost like a mantra, nothing was wasted in a kitchen. So, for instance, if you got fish in on the bone, and you would fill it the fish, cook the fish, serve it to the customer, but the fish bones you would make into a stock. So nothing was wasted. Everything was used in some way. And if it meant that you were doing garlic scapes one day, if the garlic came in with scapes attached, which it didn't often happen, um, then, yeah, if, if the... If the veg supplier had those kinds of things in, we had all kinds of weird things coming in all the time, and we'd take them off their hands and cook them, serve them up. That's what I've just thought there, though, and you've just hit the point, though. When you order in, you're just ordering garlic. It's a yeah. good chance it probably doesn't come with scapes. Yeah. Yeah, it was always always sort of dried, platted, and we get a big platter uh, garlic. That, that's how that but sometimes we did get specials in and i missed it i was off that week and i've always wanted to try it but they got a, a tray in of wild garlic and i've oh, never yeah. actually tried that i really really must get out and get some wild garlic and try that because i haven't as yet i'm just hearing audrey see have, have you tried it audrey i have tried it i can't grow it on uh our yard in our area because i don't have enough uh, trees and it, it likes to grow in kind of a shady almost forest like setup and it will just what come you mean? back there, but it's so delicious won't yeah. it grow under 600 garlic bulbs <laughs> I, think, I think there's more an issue Audrey with the 600 garlic there's not enough room no there's, we really don't have any shade I mean this is a sunny sunny spot that i have uh, yeah. i want to grow mushrooms too i really don't have enough shade for them one yeah. thing i would i need to ask you though audrey is when you do you know when you kind of plant your garlic are you planting it the right way around are you planting it upside down 
Why would I plant it up? Because you've done it already with some. Oh, 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 the pennies oh, dropped. Yeah. The pennies yeah. dropped. Yeah, no, I do know the right side of a girl. Yes, you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll Notice have to... I never sent you a picture because I know, you would talk to me with that. I'll have to so... apologize to Audrey after the show as well. You know what I'll get wrong. <laughs> JB Garlic. Have you had have you tried them skips? JB? Yeah, actually. I get them in weight rooms, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you can't get them there actually. They're quite a delicacy, aren't they? But um well, I don't know. Maybe you can. Um, but yeah, when I did try garlic, um, I did have some scapes. Um, I, remember, I think it was um, Eli from Kitchen Garden with Eli and Kate, um, who I, I sent a picture of them to. I might be misremembering that, but I think that's what happened. And she very kindly explained to me, the absolute idiot, that they were scapes and they're, they're like a delicacy. And I went ahead and tried them. And yeah, sure enough, they are really, really lovely, aren't they? And how but, did um, you cook them? Yeah, just like you like fry it with a bit of butter, have it okay. on the side or something. I think we had it with like mashed potatoes and stuff. Gorgeous, um, gorgeous. But yeah, they they're so nice, aren't they? <laughs> it's almost they also like make great pesto. They also What's make that great pesto. Yeah. Oh, they also right. make great mm. pesto. Right. Because yeah. you know, when you have six hundred of them, you have to think of things to do with them. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> love does make a lovely pesto. Does. It, on their own, Audrey, just like putting, do they keep well in the fridge or is it something you kind of no, use pretty quickly? No, Kevin and I harvested, uh, gosh, a good 150 last night and they're in the fridge, wow. but we need to process those like today or tomorrow. Mm -hmm. God, 150. That's like you could have spoonfuls on your plate. You know what I mean? It's just like. <laughs> <laughs> But imagine, we have 450 yet to go. What's that, Audrey? <laughs> we have 450 yet to harvest. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. No, I, I'm embarrassed, actually. It's Did, like crazy. I missed, I actually missed it. Did you plant all 600? I thought I'd, I heard you kept some back. You actually planted all 600? I had over 700. And <laughs> oh I, did, I gave a lot to friends who had never grown garlic, and I said, here's what you do. And so I think really I have about six fifty in the ground. So on the, when they came to the order, we after seven packets. <laughs> oh, I would just laugh. I would just laugh because Kevin, you know, he grabs a meal on his way in from work, and he's like, "I think we got more garlic," and I'm like, "I'm so sorry. I really screwed the pooch here because we're gonna have a lot of garlic." <laughs> so. We have a lot of garlic. Garlic, wow. Because, like, say, seven, like, well, even 650, 650 bulbs right. is, I, I, I can't imagine oh, yeah. how many cloves. Yeah, no. And, I mean, we like garlic, but we're not going <laughs> to eat that much garlic in a year. Come on. So well, You can make um, garlic butter. Well, I'm doing, like, garlic confit with it. I'm going to make. A uh, lot of frozen garlic. Give away a lot of garlic. You know. <laughs> is it looking? Is your garlic looking nice, Audrey? I know it's hard to kind of yeah. tell because all that secrets under the under the soil. You know, you never know. Yeah, the, uh, uh, my greens look beautiful, and they're looking really thick. Right. So, I think that's I think promising. Gonna, I think we're gonna do good. 
this year. Fantastic. Well, I wish you all the best then. That's fantastic. To yeah, my best. garlic farm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Audrey, um, Fiona Keynes asking here, Audrey, what do you think of the English sense of humor? <laughs> well, oh, that's, I just answered her. Uh, actually, I grew up with Scottish national parents. So I grew up with that sense of humor, like Billy, not Billy Connolly. Well, he was one of them. Uh, yeah. But who was the guy? The deep, deep, deedle, deedle, deep, deedle, Benny Hill. I mean, oh, that, that was what I grew up with. So I love the English sense of humor because I kind of grew up with it. That's all right. right. That's all right then. Eh? Scottish sense of humor, so it was slightly better. <laughs> according to my father according to my father I've got Robin yeah Robin Miller's asking anyone growing black nebula carrots minor Bolton atomic red and envy varieties planted at the same time are fine Chicago land or Rob, Robin's in Chicago land with similar kind of conditions to yeah, you yeah I'm growing I'm growing those yeah right you yeah, Any, so Robin was asking um, Bolton. Yeah, did they bolt? Mine have not bolted. But everything oh. in my garden has potential of bolting right now because our weather is absolutely insane. So I will <laughs> check on those. But last I saw, they were coming up beautifully. But is it's there all a, this weather. Is, you know, you, like you say, Audrey, you're kind of almost fighting a losing battle there with your temperatures. But is there anything you can actually, because that was one of my me, me topics like for Bolton, is can you like protect them with shade or water or you know give them plenty of water? Is there anything we can do to kind of halt that? Because it is frustrating. Do you know what I mean? You get your, you know what I mean? It, it boils like within a quarter of its growing season, and you're thinking, bloody hell. Oh yeah, I had uh, forty onions bolt on me just two days ago, and they were doing beautifully. And all of a sudden, they're popping up flower spikes. And I thought, this is not like a garlic scape, okay? This is like trouble. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I try to keep my watering as consistent as I can. And I do put shade cloth on. Like tomorrow, there will be shade cloth on everything. Because that's just hot. So, yeah, the, the onions you're talking about, oh, excuse me, Audrey, the onions you're talking about, what, what have you done with them? Have you left them? Are you going to try and grow them on or...? No, I think once they, we cut, I cut the flower scape off, but I, we just harvested all these um, garlic scapes. So I wanted to give myself a day or two to deal with 40 plus onions. So I'll probably be pulling those um, tomorrow, not tomorrow, the day after in the morning when it's still kind of cool. Right. And have you got some sort of bulb on there? Have you already? I have what? Have you got like an onion? Is, there is an onion bulb there. Oh, yeah. All right, right. I'll get something, but I think they're going to be pretty small because we're just getting up to the longest day tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I know that's when at least mine do a whole lot of their work on bulbing. So they're going to be small. They're they're going to go in the freezer. Steve, yeah, have you got any advice for Bolton? There's not a lot you can do to stop it. The only thing, as Audrey um, was saying there, is consistent watering really uh, is the key. Once that process has started with, with inside the um, the plant itself, 
you're not going to stop it. And that's the thing is you're not going to know until it throws that flower spike up. So you just got to try to not stress the plants so in warm weather making sure as audrey says you're giving them water they've got feed they've got everything they need to thrive um as soon as they're in short supply of something they start to panic and that's the stress and that's when they set off bolting it's just, it's just like you say and it boils like you say all me you know what you call it's bolted there that's the first of me me bought and me coriander yeah. Well, that bolts so easily. It really does run to seed yeah. so quickly, yeah. coriander. Really does. Always Would, does anyway. For a bit of advice then, Stephen, off you. It's it's ran to seed. I cut it back. The, the 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 leaves are not the same coriander leaves. Is it as a like a for the, the actual leaf as it's shot? Have I have I lost it there now? Yeah, pretty much. Right. Just when you when you sow in your salads, Tony, just sow coriander. Uh -huh. So every time you every time yeah. you sow in lettuce, sow a couple of coriander seeds. So I haven't actually even done mine yet this year, but uh, I'll get some before the end of the year. Any Bolton, just, just G GB? Any Bolton for you, lad? Or yeah, well, my coriander as well. But I I grow coriander mainly for the seeds anyway, because I've got that kind of the soap. You know, it tastes like soap to me. Um, the leaves do, but the the seeds, are, I, I really enjoy the taste of. Um, right. So, why are you laughing? Have no, you it's just it's just um, it's it's one of our favourite like herbs. Do you know what I mean? Just you've oh, got yeah, to be yeah. kind of subtle with it. Do you know what I mean? It, I'm I'm wondering yeah. what kind of cook you are, JB. Are you kind of heavy handed? No, it's like, it's there. a genetic thing. There's a genetic <laughs> trait about how um, how coriander leaves. Or cilantro tastes to different different people. I can yeah. I can deal with a tiny bit if it's um in right. certain things, um. But the seeds are totally different. I love those. Um, like that's that's the same. That's the same as Brussels sprouts, isn't it? Is there something in? Have I heard this right? Where there's something yeah, in Brussels so. sprouts where yes, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. kind of you either love them yeah. or hate them. I didn't know about the coriander. So, but is that more about the way they're cooked than? Right, I mean, my husband hated them because his his mom would boil the living oh, daylights out of them, so they were like these gray little golf balls. And I roasted them, and he's like, "This is a different thing." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, because they're horrible if you just boil the living daylights out of them." Yeah, so I I didn't know there was something. So is that like a whole cabbage family thing that people don't like it because of the taste? I'm well, it's it's, so. it's one of those things that at Christmas every year that the media, the the press, the TV news start talking about whether you like sprouts or not, and you're going to have them on Christmas Day, and the reporters go out and ask people and that sort. Of, they make a big fuss about it, but there is apparently some people are physically not built to like them, no matter what you do with them. Because okay. I know plenty, I know plenty of dishes that where you won't actually taste the sprout. So, JB, go back to the coriander then. It's, so it's actually like a soap taste for you, is it? Yeah, really. Um, it's not quite the same as like the bitterness of a brassica, um, because I think that's I life, that boy. Well. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's just it's so soapy is the best way to 
to describe it. It's wow, not that's, nice. that's bizarre, it's isn't it? You know nice. how it's yeah. Because for us, like I say, it's one of the kind of the the, the, the big ones up there with basil, and just like it's like a, nice. a little handful or a little kind of you know chopped up in a salad, just kind of gives that salad just like a little kind of mm, just lifts it to another another mm. level. Mm. Stephen, what, what would give us a give us a little another little cooking tip for cilantro coriander? Coriander folded through a pilau rice, just <gasps> a load of chopped, just folded through a pilau rice. It's absolutely amazing. Or add it last minute to a curry, stunning, absolutely. Mm. But yeah, I love it myself. I have it in salads where it's fantastic. It really mm. is. Just off the top of your head, then, Steve, how long would you say for from sowing to harvesting for coriander for for the leaf? Oh, um, gosh, um, takes two or three weeks. Yeah, half really. Oh, I think I might have just got them there. (laughs) (laughs) Seven and a half weeks. (laughs) Thank you very much. And so there's plenty of time still to keep on. Like yes. what you just said there, yes. just you know, if anyone wants to sow coriander, just keep on. I sow yeah. coriander seeds every two weeks, yeah, so that I can have some because you just never know when it's gonna go off mm-hmm. and it gets very bitter when it goes to seed, yeah. So, and then I say I was planning to grow those as coriander seeds, so <laughs> not a failure, it's just a different crop. Or did you like what JB said there? Do you keep the seeds as well? Oh yeah, they're delicious. Mm. And sometimes when, when this is an old, I don't know, maybe this is just uh, my raising coming out. But if some are old, I just grind them rather than planting them. I grind them and use them as coriander. Right, right. Nothing wrong with that. No, no. Well, so, I'm just having a look there. Oh, I'll tell you what. Um, I was going to put Duncan from Coastal Gardens. It's on. And I'll tell you what, I'll just um, let me just pull up Coastal Gardens there. If I want you all to kind of go over there if you haven't already and subscribe. Just grow some great veg, Duncan, there on his kind of plot. I've been watching Duncan now and kind of watching how he's grown and just, yep. I'm, and he's got a polytunnel, Steve, and it's just. I've seen it. I. It's kind of. I don't know how. It, I, I. I don't know how it's kind of set up, but it's like deep. I don't know if he's dug it into the very bedrock I earth think so. of, of North Wales because it's like these shelves are up next to his head <laughs> and he's climbing up them. Do you know what I mean? Like kind of got to get up a shelf to get onto these things, and I just like it's fascinating to be honest. So yeah, he's only two. He's only, he's only two foot six tall. <laughs> <laughs> so what was? Uh, I've already forgotten. What it was. Have you ever tried growing the small bulbs you get in the roots of elephant garlic? I have, yes. Oh, what's um, it called, Steve? I forget what. Bulblies. Bulblies. Bulbums. Bulblies. And they're really hard because very at the very first, the coating on them is really, really hard, so you have to soak them, really, and then you can plant them to get them going. And it's... 
it's not a good process because you might plan 30 and you might get six come up. And what you've got to do oh. that year is when they plant, you grow them and you grow them into what they call a round. So it's just one round bulb, a bit like an onion. And then the next year you plant that again, it gets the frost and that separates out into the, into the cloves. And then if you want to go further and get a big elephant garlic, you select the biggest cloves from that one and then grow it on. So you're looking like four or five years before you've got a decent bulb of elephant garlic. And I say the attrition rate is terrible. I, I tried it, um, I don't know, nine or ten years ago, and I, I was growing like 30 or 40 every year, and I think I ended up with one bulb at the end, the very end of all of it, you know. Right, the right. Attrition, the attrition rate was terrible. I'm actually going to, I think, because I ordered my elephant garlic from the garlic farm, and I ordered 12, and it's dear stuff, and it was only six, yeah. like, worth it. So the six have come. I haven't dug them up yet, but it's just like I was not a happy chap anyways with the quality, but I think I'm just going to, like, it just seems a bit of a, not a bit of waste of time, but just, like, hard work, and especially what you've just said there, Steve, it's just, like, Pointless to that's that's if you're growing from the little little tiny. Ah, oh yes, leaves. yes. But uh, otherwise, they're really. But I'll tell you where to get the best ones from. The best ones I've ever seen. I've I've had them from a few places, and I know people on our allotment site have had some. And I've seen some of the ones that it sounds like you're talking about. But the best place is Robinson's, um, and they're just down the road from me. It's also known as, and if you search for mammoth onions, uh, I've, I've find got, them. That's right. It's a cracking nursery. I've been there and had a look around. It, I, I should go in. Next time I go down and see my dad, I'll pop in there with the cameras and see if they'll let me have a walk around. But you want to see their crops. It's stunning. I've never well, seen a nursery like it. Well, it's funny. I've got the mammoth seeds. My dad told us about them and, and dropped us a link to them. So I've... Yeah. Um, I, do, I haven't used them because I wasn't, you know, I was, I'm kind of, I'm in the buy and sets kind of thing. But now yeah. with these, these actual red onions, touch wood, they're not bolting at the moment as well. <laughs> so maybe I will just kind of go all over the seeds and that. JB, have you heard of uh, Robinson's? Because it is a bit of a well-known thing, but they do these like giant vegetables you know what i mean like you see these mammoth onions are known for these mammoth onions yeah i'm just, I'm just on their website now but never heard of them so, really good. Lots on really really yeah so, <laughs> so steve are the um the the elephant garlic is it mammoth ele elephant garlic or is it just like are they just selling <laughs> like a, an elephant garlic or is it even bigger than normal elephant garlic uh, no, it's it's just normal elephant garlic, but they just grow it well. And get this, this this is the thing. They grow all their onions on the same field, and I think, I might be wrong in this quote, but I think it's 150 years without break, no white rot. <laughs> See how... Not fair. How do you work that? that that's, how... that's smug, isn't it? That's, oh, I know. that's so smug. <laughs> <laughs> You've hit the nail right on. That's the exact kind of you know. When you said that, there, I'm almost like spitting at the screen. Do you know what I mean? Like, how... <laughs> I thought you would be. You know what I mean? Like, how is that possible? Do you know what I mean? Because it's, it's just their management. They're just they're, they've been doing it for so long, and they've always done it 
growing. I think they got into it um, for exhibition and, and shows and that thing, sort of thing. Hence the mammoth onions now, because that's what everyone wants to grow. Mm -hmm. But um, they grow all kinds of onions. There's loads of stuff. And there'll be onions in there that most of the gardeners that are watching this now will never have heard of because they have all kinds of speciality stuff. But they grow them all on the same field every year. That's just <laughs> What's the, is it Robinson? I'm just going to try and type it in there, Steve, is it? Uh, it might be WR Robinson's, but I might be wrong with that. But Doesn't Mammoth be. Onions, I'll find them as well. Yeah, the website is mammothonion.co.uk. Yeah. It's funny, actually, when you're driving down the road and you're driving past it, you can't see the nursery from the road. All you can see is this big sign in the shape of a big onion. <laughs> is, that, is that true, is it? Yeah, yeah it is, yeah. <laughs> right, right. So, like you say, my dad, my dad um, told me about these because we used to like, live in a few pubs in when I was kind of growing up and we, we had like a, a leek show and a vegetable show and you know what I mean? So, yeah. Mind you, uh, well, you, you have a good look over that site. It's lovely, and there's stuff that it's a little bit pricey in comparison to other sites, but the stuff you get is is brilliant. I've seen that picture, mind you, on in my kind of like stock your video, yeah, you know, like <laughs> stock stock pictures. I'm a, where I can get so me and Lord, I posted some packaging from two ninety five gift vouchers, PayPal. There's a picture of the. Um, don't know if that will bring. Look at the size of them onions there, man. That's just like naughty, isn't it? Isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> and it, like you say, it's obviously v with this onion white rot, you've got to be so careful now. So their management of that, Steve, like you said, there must be like so strict about what goes into kind of compost and fertilizers and you know well, I, have read it. I, have, I have read it before and i just can't remember what they do but they do manage the fields well and they're going in at certain stages and doing certain things but i don't think they put a great deal of effort into it they just look after the fields but i can't remember quite what they did it was a long time ago when i last read it I'm praying to the garden gods for my onions. They, they don't even do that. <laughs> JB, I was going to I was talking about you know coastal gardens there. Now, uh, Duncan actually does where he puts his he puts some garlic in a, some sort of like basket, you know, and grew mm. it from like basket like a nice. Uh, honestly, watch some of the videos there. The garlic he's pulling yeah. up is just like fantastic, and I thought I might do that as well. Just like. It was almost like a bread basket, you know, like a plastic one, nice and deep, and he had loads of garlic come through. You know, like where we've got it, but if you just put it on like yeah. a bag of compost, that compost hasn't got it. You know, on a good chance hasn't yeah, got exactly. it. So maybe we could yeah. see next year some onions and garlic from you. That's always <laughs> been my plan. Um, for some reason, I just but last year I just forgot. It was kind of garlic time of year you know time to get the garlic in and it just passed me by but i've got some um just some little plastic troughs kicking about um that i thought it'd be really nice to just you know you can just 
bang them somewhere on the allotment, find some space for them. Where would you um, where would you get your garlic from then? Would you just go to a, like a supermarket or get something like that well, thing or would you actually order it? So I've seen mixed things about the supermarket garlic. Um, do you know my family garden? He's got quite a big channel, um, Mothin. Yeah. Um, and yeah. He, he grows a huge amount of garlic and all his stuff is um, you know, fairly cheap supermarket bought and it works fine for him. I did one little row, just four plants of supermarket garlic and compared to the stuff that I bought from the <laughs> I Love White Garlic farm, the, um, the shop bought stuff just, it just flaked away like really quickly. Um, Come but, on, man! Four you know, is in a row. A row of garlic. Four. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had like they were going across the bed, so um, yeah, and um, they were using it. <laughs> I try, okay. It's like half a plot. I've only got half a plot. I've not got like a football field like Steve. Oh well, that's, that's fair enough. This. <laughs> um, I think I tried like forty plants, right? That first year, so I did have a whole bed devoted to it. Um, but yeah, was White Rot there be before you came, Jibby? Yeah, it must have been. Well, it must have I been. Well. Them, anyway. um, yeah, yeah, it must have been. Obviously, um, my yeah. plot wasn't grown on for yeah. years. It was like head high bramble when I took it on. So, yeah, but it persists in the soil for so long that um, you know. I've got. Um, I've been messing on. You know how I've got these kind of weather things there, and I forgot to mention I've got another. You know, in case we ever do another like carrot challenge, we can go off size, and I just did like a little mock-up so that's Duncan at the top can you see <laughs> the size of GBs? <laughs> <laughs> so if we ever do another carrot ch championship there we'll get um we'll have a little um update every now and again so oh, for something other than just size okay. <laughs> <laughs> what have we got any other questions let's have a look there <laughs> don't forget to pop over to the discord later on tonight because we're going to have a late night a late late potty mouth there where you're just going to ask some physically ask your questions we've got eli coming up there as well Oh, I love her. Um, right. Um, asparagus. I'll tell you what, I'll put it up there. Wayne's asking, planted seven two-year-old asparagus crowns in March, which grew spindly fawns. Three appeared to have been nibbled at soil level, but not all the way through and, and, and through and died. I didn't get to that. I'll have to keep that up longer. Any ideas... Any ideas on will these plants survive? See, it's a, it's a, it's a, can I, can I it's answer a, that one? It's a time sensitive thing. You know what I mean? It's just like a long time to reap the awards of asparagus. Audrey, I know you were talking about asparagus, and yes, no, I'd love to answer that. I think. I think, uh, and I'm sorry. What was the gentleman's name so who asked that? It's Wayne's asking. He's planted. Seven two-year-old asparagus crowns in March, which grew spindly fawns. Three appeared to be nibbled at soil level, but not all the way through and died. Any ideas? Will and will the plants survive? The ones that haven't. Here's I guess. What you, here's what you need to do: uh, fertilize them, 
and mulch them come winter. And when the fronds die, you cut them off at ground level and see what comes up the next year. I mean, that's the best advice I can give you because even the ones that looked like they were nibbled might still have really good roots underneath. Yeah. Um, asparagus is just, and it, and it sends out um, new roots. So the longer you have it in, the more asparagus you get. So I would, I would just let it grow all, all this season. And when the first, you know, when the frost comes and takes the fronds out, cut them down and mulch it nicely for the winter. Is it the fronds? Is it, sorry, Audrey, is it the, the frost that gets the fronds, like kills them off so you know that's the time to, to cut? Well, I, I just go when mine are brown and not the beautiful green asparagus looking fronds, I just cut them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wait till they're dead before I cut them because that's how the, the roots get their energy for the next season. So, so. is it because, like you say, the, I've never grown them and it's been like a kind of thing where I didn't want to put the time and effort in there. But you never know, I might grow them. They'd be beautiful in your strawberry bed. Oh, right, right. They grow lovely <laughs> with strawberries. Just saying. I was going, now I've forgotten what the question I was going to ask you already about them. Do you, do you, so you obviously don't cut every fond down. You know, you're not cutting every... I'm guessing what the spike that comes up turns into a fond. Am I right there? Yeah, it, yeah. it goes. It's like an asparagus that goes to seed. Right. So what it is. yeah. So yeah. It's, so it's only a two-year-old plant. He's not cutting any asparagus yet. So you so know that, yours then that are kind of say grown and you're cutting them. You mustn't get fonds then because you wouldn't. You'd be cutting them all the time. I would have thought. No, you only can cut for like. Four to six weeks. Right, right. And then you let everything else go to seed, and that replenishes ah, the right. for the next year. That's yeah. the that's the one, Audrey. That's my muse. Got it right there, lass. See, I didn't know that because I was thinking, well, I would just be cutting every fund that popped up. And no, 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 no. Nope. So no. There's, a, there's a certain nope. like window, and once that window is closed, you just leave the well, whole like, plant. I, I would say like four to six weeks. And some things want to go to, to seed really fast. You just let them go. Uh, because I think the plant, you know, has a certain intelligence and knows, you know, some things need more help than others. And you don't cut the little skinny ones. You just cut the nice, big, healthy ones. Right, right. Any more questions? Don't forget, put them in the comments there. That would be fantastic. Just put a capital Q. I think I might have gotten... Um... Most of them there. Let's have a look. What are we doing good for? Oh, we're, bloody hell, the time just flies over. We're on. We're just approaching an hour. I found this little bit of Audrey. I still want to talk about vertical gardens, but I, I think we do, do, do need a little bit more time, maybe in the, the later show. But I noticed this. I've seen this little article, 40%. And I, this is why I'm putting it up. Let me just put this. I'll talk about this first, and I'll just show you on the screen. Has anybody seen this? This is oh, a the compost there. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, I don't know. It, actually, I've seen a video, and it actually it is soil that comes out within, like, say, 10 hours. It looks like soil, should I say. And there's, there's three different settings. You know, you can have, like, a fast one. But it's... 
I think we're talking £500 for this, so I can't oh. imagine any gardener getting yeah. one of these. Yeah. I can imagine, like, an, well, I can imagine, you know, some, I can imagine some folks going for them. But, <laughs> but it's amazing what, like, technology's out there to, and it, like you say, within a night, you leave it over, and then the next morning, there, there you go, you've got... Soil, do you know what I mean? That's just quite. I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Five hundred quid to get oh, a handful of soil. It's like getting one of those big stupid coffee machines to get a little thimble <laughs> of coffee out. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, we wouldn't know anybody like that, would we? Oh, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. But I just, I think that's this. Is just the. It's a step too far. Yeah. Oh, that's it, Steve. That's what I was looking for. It's a step too far. Do you know what I mean? It just, it doesn't really need to be invented. Do you know what I mean? If you kind of just have a little bin and have. You think about it now. Five hundred quid to buy that, and what's it going to cost to power it with the electric? The way the prices are going at the minute. Exactly. It's ridiculous. But go and buy a bag of compost. on On the flip side, just being devil's advocate. I read this article idea. Forty percent of UK folks, forty percent of UK folks get rid of garden waste with a trip to the tip. Now I was quite wow. I, I I was quite shocked at that. I was thinking that's quite a a substantial you know, in this day and age you think everyone like goes as kind of recycling, composting down. It's not the case, you know what I mean? You're just kinda of, you're bagging it and and drive into a, like a, a tip. Do you know what I mean? It's just if I knew folks that were doing that, I'd be like standing at the roadside saying, "Just leave it for me. I'll, you know what I mean. I'll take it. I'll, I'll grab it." And I think, I think, not to be honest, that next year I think gardeners need to get savvy with that and try and stop that happening. I'll give you a little story. There's a, there's a, a company just down the coast from me where I got compost last year. And you'll have heard me on my video saying I got a really good price for it last year. This year it was super extortionate. Next year it'll be even worse. But when they were starting off a couple of years ago, you could take any amount of garden waste in there and they would take it off your hands, mix it all up, and then they would sell it on for a fair price. Now they're charging people to dump their garden waste. Mm -hmm. Then they're churning it up and then they're selling Mm -hmm. it for an extortionate price. So they're making an absolute killing. And I think that this is what's going to happen next year with composting in general across the country. There are many good companies out there that many of the gardeners in here now will be used to using. And next year, it won't be the same story. And those gardeners are going to struggle to find decent compost next year at a reasonable price. Well, if I can just point them towards the the Lumi, <laughs> £499, just give a, a £45 deposit. Oh the thing is, you're going to need about a dozen of them to make a decent amount of compost, well, aren't you? Really? Steve, Steve, you're actually spot on right because it was brimful. This, and it's the, even the container, I'll just kind of go in size, is like that, the, the, the yeah. one inside. You come out with like a little say four tablespoons on the night time it's you know what i mean you don't get that much so you know wow. what i mean it it 
breaks it right down, which is a good thing, I suppose. You know, I'm trying to <laughs> boost the, the company. It's a good thing, but it's not going to even fill up. It's going to take you... He can plant a whole pea. Uh, it's going to take you three months <laughs> to fill an average-sized pan pot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of, so, I mean, obviously, that's what it breaks down to. So that's what ours breaks down to. They're not kind of... I mean, I'd love, to, I'd love to test it. Not because I'm getting a freebie, but I'd love to test it just to see what it could do. Uh-huh. I'd love to be able to just play with that. And, and, oh, I know. You know it's, point it's one of them. Points of laugh. Yes. It's, well, the video I watched, mind you, he, honestly, Steve, he did say, like, it smells of earth. Do you know what I mean? It's like the next day wow. he gets up and it's it's soil and it looks like soil, but it and it's got like three settings and one sentence <laughs> soil for the garden. One's <laughs> like a quick <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh sorry. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's like Dragon's Den, isn't it? You know what I mean? I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to pitch an idea here, man. For God's sake. Anyway, move on, move on. <laughs> I bought the machine, I bought the sorry, old sorry, sorry. <laughs> It's soil for the garden. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Got, they've got three settings. One's soil for the garden. One's oh, like a, and the soil for the garden. I think might take some like fifteen hours to 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 break down. There's a quick breaking down one, and then this. I mean, we've given it way loads of publicity, but I cannot see anybody <laughs> yeah. in our circle wanting to to go there. Maybe you know, it's the kind of I don't know who it's designed for. Do you know what I mean? It's just like who would no. pay? That that type of money, do you know what I mean? I mean, it looks a, it looks a wonderful machine. Don't buy it, but I'm sorry. But like you see, if forty percent of folks are driving driving their cars to the tip with the price of yeah. this fuel, do you know what I mean? It makes you wonder as well. Um, tips <laughs> of the week. We're getting to our tips of the week. I'll just jump in. Again, with a tip for the week, I just want to... These aren't really tips, but I want to give a little shout-out to Glenn. Glenn Soltas, who means Steve kind of now know. Glenn is not going to do YouTube, he said. He's going to concentrate on Instagram. So please pop over there to salt underscore and peppers underscore and follow Glenn. And what he's doing with kind of his feed and stuff like that is just fantastic what he's getting out of his tomatoes and how they're growing and i think i'll just show you this little picture here this you can just see is in buckets he hasn't even got much soil in the buckets do you know what i mean it's so all feed 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 and if you're into that please pop over there and say hello to glenn salt and peppers what did i say Glenn. Glenn. Yeah. Glenn. Right, Stephen. <laughs> Hello. Tip of the week, sir. Oh, oh right. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you're watering in sunshine, sometimes they say not to water in sunshine. Again, it's a bit of a two-parter. My thing is, if your plants need water, water them whether it's sunny or not. It doesn't matter. If your plants need water, it's more important than your plants getting scorched from, from water, which leads me on to the second part. 
when you water in plants in, in, in the summer like this, water the roots of the plant, not the foliage, because each little droplet of water that's on a leaf is in fact a little magnifying glass. So the sunlight goes through there and scorches your leaves and that's what causes problems. There you go. Exactly, Stephen. Thank you very much. JB, tip of the week, sir. My one is about apple trees. It's quite specific, but um, lots of allotments do have apple trees. Um, and I've been doing my research this year on codling moth. Um, it's something that I, it took me a little while to figure out. But my apples, I would come to the end of the season and they were they were all looking gorgeous and lovely. And you cut into them and in the middle of the apple, you would find it, it started to rot from the inside. And there was like a little maggot in there, a little caterpillar. I've learned that that is from a moth called the codling moth. And my last video, which was a while back actually, was about um, using traps to find out how bad your problem is, you know, how bad the codling moth problem is. And something that I've realized since then is that it's quite easy at this stage early in the season to go around your apple tree and just look for any, any little signs of damage on the apples. You can see like a sort of little entryway where the caterpillars burrow in and also they kind of eject all this gross kind of brown apple stuff um out the bottom out the um out the back of the apple and you just pull those off knock those off chuck them in the bin um and it means that both you're going to get more energy put into the good apples and you're going to have a lot less nasty surprises at apple harvest time Right. How many apple trees you got, JB? Have you got just one? Just one. Right? <laughs> it's one, but it's quite a big one, and it's starting to get really tall actually. Um, and I've planted. I, do, I technically there's two, but the the one that I've just planted this, this last September, um, is only a little baby. So it's got one apple on it uh, so far, and that looks healthy. So, so I might get one apple from my. So when tree. I asked you how many trees you had, you said one. You've got two. <laughs> it is two. Yeah, it is yeah, two. Uh, but it, no, it doesn't count for harvest. Right, right. And do you get yeah. a good crop from that, the big one? Yeah, well, yeah, it's a mixture. Um, the So I had two trees, and I took out one of the, the older apple tree that was um, it just wasn't doing anything. It looked really poorly. Um, and Thompson and Morgan very kindly sent me uh, a free apple tree to plant. Oh, um, Mr. So Influencer. And, uh, yeah, I know. It was quite nice. I had a little email from there. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, it's a Lord Lambourne, which is meant to be a really nice one. So I'm quite excited to see how it comes comes out right what about actually it's another thing jerry not that i haven't done that is there much care and attention with apple trees or just let them go there's more than you there's more than you might think actually right. um it depends on um you know the root stock if you've got an uh so all apple trees are grafted right so if you plant a tree it won't come true. It'll just be a crab apple because they're open pollinated and they cross with everything. Um, so all apple trees that are known varieties are cloned. So you take a cutting, but you attach that to a known rootstock, um, and the rootstocks have numbers like M25 or M7, um, and that will dictate the growth form and the eventual size of the apple tree. So if you've got a, a dwarfing variety that will kind of get to a certain size and then kind of stop, then that's much less work. But obviously, as it grows up to its full size, you still need to do quite a lot of pruning. You need to train the branches, make sure they're not crossing, and be looking at you know how the the bearers come out from the stem. You know what the kind of angles are. If they come off at a right angle, when this gets full of fruit, it's quite likely to snap. So you oh. need to be there's quite a lot to pruning. It's a bit of an art form. Um, Very much so. And you need to prune it, it a couple of times a year as well. As you like. Yeah, yeah. Oh. 
Get get you, lad. Get you, get you. Audrey. Um, yes, sir. Tip of the week. Uh, my tip is going to be about bolting. Because my garden is like <laughs> bolting. bolting madness right now. So I, I want to say do not get discouraged. Because this happens to everybody. And we are... We are beholding to the weather, period. And Mother Nature, in these cases, is going to win. So have plenty of plants going uh, in the back that you can remove those things that are bolting and pop in some new ones. And now Mm -hmm. that we're getting closer to the longest day of the year, uh, a lot of things will not bolt after summer solstice. Or they will tend not to because they're going into shorter days. So, you know, do what you can with it. Your radish bolts, uh, keep the seed pods because they taste like radish. If your cilantro bolts, make it into coriander. You know, uh, you can still, if your onions bolt, put them in the freezer. I mean, they, they're still onions. Uh, they just hmm. won't store great on the shelf. So uh, I just want to say, look at it uh, through really gardener's eyes and see how can I use this anyway and how can I have things uh, backed up to replace it? There you go. So it's, it's see, it, folks, it's not all Disneyland over there in Detroit. It's it some hard bloody not. work. <laughs> Audrey, thank not. you so much for coming on last. Thank you indeed. Oh, my pleasure. Oh, lovely, lovely, lovely. So another little, I just want to kind of pull up as well, just a quick one. Um, I have now got a buy me a coffee little program there going so if you ever want to do that there's a there's a link in the description that would be fantastic just come over and i've got a little one there buy me helps pay the server fees for this show as well so i'm going to jump into the the discord now there and get the late late going it we'll just see how it goes we're not going i'm not going to do this probably i've got to just see if it works in the discord but it'd be lovely to have you in there there's links kind of around on the on the kind of show notes and everything like that. Maybe you might do this like another night. We'll we'll see how it goes. But I just think you know if if you want to kind of pop over for just a relaxed kick off. There's no video; it's all audio. But we'd love to see you in the Discord. And like I say, I'm going to try and bring guests in as well. And we've got Eli coming in there as well. So, Stephen, thank you very much. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Thank you very much. And yeah. thanks to Ground Local. He's just done some top work there for you. What's... He knows what... what... I, yes. They've got rid of some idiots. All oh, right, yeah. I didn't um, I didn't even see. I'm on the, the queue, so I only can see the questions there. You know, I, I mean? got so... one of them. I got rid of one, and he got rid of the rest, and he sorted them all out. Good man. Lovely, lovely, lovely. On the ball there. JB. On the ball. Jimmy, it's always a pleasure, sir. It's nice. Is the, is the Thank cup you for there having still? Me. Is, the, is the cup still there? Let's have a look. Oh, yeah. Oh, where is it? Yeah. There we go. Oh, it's thrown it in the bin. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of one, <laughs> one, one cup under. I've <laughs> moved to the chandelier. Ah, yes. Aye, aye. <laughs> aye. Audrey, thank you. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. Right then. We'll see if you see us over on the Discord. Look after yourselves. Thank you so much.